disagree, Gary. I disagree, Gary. Welcome back to Pulp Friction. It's a show about what divides us. I'm your host, is with the most, as you can call me Rocky, and we have a very special guest on the show today. Emily, how's it going? Hello, I'm doing all right. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm excited for this topic. Yeah, we. It, it's going to be a fun one today. Um, I don't. We, you know, people who've been listening for the past few weeks will know that we've been trying out some bits, trying to figure out. <laughs> what uh, segments we want to keep going. And, you know, there's like a breaking news thing that we do sometimes, but I think this week we are just going to get right into it because I'm sure you have a lot of thoughts. I have gone way above and beyond on my notes. I've listened to like every album and- uh... Oh boy, oh boy. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, I think we should just get into it. This uh, week we are talking about the- emo trinity the bandom the you know the the this handful of bands of the uh of the mid to late 2000s that uh that that the kids were nuts about oh oh were they oh were they (laughs) so just to get us started here uh if you could share a little bit about your experience with bandom with the bands in question your fallout boy your mcr etc Okay, so I want—I actually did have something I wanted to start this with, and it's that I have a very distinct memory of being about 13 years old backstage on our production of Peter Pan in middle school. Mm. And I was, I was with all the other girls playing the pirates, and I had The Sharpest Lives by My Chemical Romance stuck in my head. Mm. And I start humming it under my breath, And out loud, I wind up singing the line, in love with all of these vampires. And one of the other girls like looks at me and is like, what? And I'm like, sorry, (laughs) sorry, you didn't hear that. And she's like, what is that about vampires? And I'm like, never mind. Man, we've all been there. Imagine though. We've all been there. Imagine though, like, like what she thought was going on there. <laughs> like, no, because I was def- I was like distinctly humming something, mm-hmm. but like still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's fun. That's fun. Yeah, there no. was. There, it's definitely. I mean, you know, we 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 are of the I I guess the the tail end of the generation for whom like that that, that you know that era was a real. That was what everyone was about, you know, like, like the, I, you know, I have a lot of notes on the history of emo, oh, yeah. of emo and pop punk and how it sort of coalesced into, into this, this phenomenon. But there was really, it, it was really a time where, where that was, that was the wave. Um, my personal experience with with it, I would. I, I certainly never. I wouldn't say I ever had an emo phase. Um, <laughs> you could see, if you could see uh, uh, Emily right now, you would uh, sort, of, sort of see the humor in that. But um, I, uh, <laughs> I, I feel like Fall Out Boy and Panic and MCR and Paramore were just bands that I like always knew about. I don't feel like oh, there was. Absolutely. There was ever a point, and I'm, you know, my mom would play "I Write Sins" and like "Thanks for the Memories" in the car. Like, I, I, it was just, you know, 
I, I, I just knew about them, I feel like, forever. And um, I probably, because I also watched a lot of The Simpsons when I was a kid, and the name Fallout Boy famously comes from the, the Simpsons character of the same name. I, I don't know. It, 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 it's just like, I definitely had a point in, in high school, early high school, late middle school, where like, a lot of my friends were, were were in those emo spheres. We're talking about it. I was, you know, way on Tumblr at that time, and it was. Oh, just, me too. Me too. That, that's what the whole thing was about back then. So I, I was definitely paying attention. Uh, we did the Twenty One Pilots episode where I talked about how, like, the rollout for Blurry Face was my first exposure to them, and I just was following a bunch mm. of people who were way into them. But then, also, I mean. There was a point where I was listening to a lot of Fallout Boy. There was a point where I was listening to fair amount of Panic, uh, MCR. I wouldn't say I dove deeply into. I probably like like this is the first time I've listened to everything they've done. Um, oh yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it it was something that it just felt like it just felt like what you do <laughs> in a certain like mm. in the crowd I was in in the place I was in at my age in the in the early to mid tens even even though that was like way past the peak for for for, the, for any of them for any of them but that was you know it was just you listen to you listen to pop punk that's how it was yeah you you listen to pop punk you listen to the thing is I found I found them because I saw a Tumblr post that had something to do with like song about closing the goddamn door. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's kind of funny. I'll look it up. And that's how I found Panic at the Disco. Wow. And then it sort of went from there because I listened to Pandora at the time. I listened to Pandora online radio, mm. which I feel like says a lot about our generation as well. Sure. <laughs> Listen to Pandora online radio. And that gave me Fallout Boy. That gave me MCR. That gave me paramore just sort of a chain reaction yeah sort of a chain reaction that sort of went from there and you know by by 2014 or so i'm i'm going into my last year of summer camp and i'm getting all these albums downloaded onto my shitty little ipod and taking it to camp and i didn't have very many friends that year at camp i was not a very social person i was big on t- big into tumblr i was big into like comics and stuff so I wasn't, I was, I was going through my anime phase as well. Mm. So I wasn't exactly the most social, but I wound up being friends with these three other emo kids. Yeah. Yeah. Which was an experience. <laughs> that, that is so often how it is. I was thinking the other day about how I've been to a few, I'm out in the Midwest right now and I've been to a few local pride events this summer and it's always like finding, you know, whatever the group of like two to three emo kids is just like finding them being like, I love your guys vibes, just hanging out with them for like 20 minutes. And that, that, that's a successful pride event. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. No, that's, that's part of why I felt kind of out of place. Cause I went to, to NYC pride this year. I felt kind of out of place cause it was my friend's first pride. He'd never been. So, you know, we took the train into the city and, and we were hanging out. But the thing about us is that I am the goth to his prep. Hmm. He is an absolute prep and we just have very different vibes about us. So I, so we were in the city, it was me, him, and one of his friends from school. And they're both, they're both Ivy league preps. And I'm like, I 
gentlemen, I'm afraid that we have vastly different vibes. Sure, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going around in my my emo clothes and my, with like my visible tomboy bra, just like hanging out. Yeah. And they're here and they're like, crop tops or whatever that, that's what pride's all about it's taking all those different vibes and just sort of just sort of mushing them together <laughs> yeah so i i feel like i feel like i know that we're, we're focusing a lot on the sort of emo trinity quote unquote i i do have to say i do not like that designation okay i've got opinions on that designation i don't think it's accurate in the slightest sure um but Oh my god, I do. I I also just want to say, like, there are more bands, and I feel like a lot of those groups don't get the recognition they deserve mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when it comes to you know the groups who are on Warped, the groups who are in Fueled by Ramen, yeah, especially the groups who are signed by Decay Dance. Yeah, I I will say the uh, the the bands whose discographies I listened to to this, in addition to Fall Out Boy, Panic, and MCR, were, uh, let's see. Uh, Paramore, Gym Class Heroes, uh, what else, what else, what else? There was, there's, oh, uh, Cobra Starship. Cobra Starship, yeah. And then I, I did also listen to, uh, through the 21 Pilot stuff. So, uh, yeah. And the solo, you know, whenever any of them went Mm -hmm. solo, I checked, I checked those out too. So, um, yeah, there, there's a whole circle. There's a whole, a whole whole circle sphere of influence there. And, um, Mm -hmm. I feel like one of the other things I have to like say is just that I, in the last couple years, obviously, but not in the last year, but you know, since between, between like 2015 and now, no, no, you know what, since 2013, since I got into this kind of thing, I, I have experienced the crowds that sort of come with fandom. Mm -hmm. And the thing about it is that for larger shows, you get way more normal people and for smaller shows, you get people who've either never been to a concert or just there's just something off or they're just way younger or something. And I, I, this isn't like to bash younger fans because God knows I was a younger fan and I was cringe. I'm still cringe sure. regardless. Sure. But like I went to I've been to two IDK house shows. Uh, I don't know how, but they found me Dallin Weeks's band after he split off from Panic. Mm-hmm. I've been to two of their shows and both of their crowds were, they were fine, but also they were chock full of 15 year olds and I wanted to die. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) The first, the first show, the first show was when they were opening for water parks and I found these two kids who were also only there for, I don't know how, but they found me. And after they left, you know, all the water parks fans are going up to like press forward to get to the stage. And it's the three of us linking arms and getting the hell out of there. <laughs> Cause we were not there for water parks in the slightest. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. I, um, what was I going to say about that? You were talking about people who go to shows, people who've never been to a show. Um, oh, yeah, that's the problem with uh with I've been to two Frankie Arrow shows now. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem with his shows is that everybody just wants to get a picture of the guy from my chem. Sure. And it's like this is the kind of shit you're supposed to go ape to. Yeah. 
yeah you people aren't going ape enough sure i i had not listened to uh frank's solo stuff until doing doing the the research for this but i have thoughts on that that we can certainly get into number one thought can't sing yeah (laughs) (laughs) he's a very talented musician but good god can he not sing yeah definitely i um i mean i guess just to to do an overall uh dip into that we're kind of going all over the place but it's fine a little bit yeah i i was really surprised by uh stomach aches the first one i thought that was a really really good album uh Mm -hmm. like I, i i did like a ranking of everything and i think it came out like uh one two three four five six seven yeah it was my it was my seventh favorite out of all the albums i listened to and um wow yeah, the, the 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 albums since then, the uh what are the other two? They're barriers and uh, uh parachutes. Barriers and parachutes. Um yeah. they, they're fine. Parachutes was pretty good. Barriers I I thought I, I was uh, disappointed by, but um I feel like I feel like I haven't listened to the thing is the thing is I only really listened to barriers on record release day because mm. that was when my show was. Mm my concert was record release day i don't know why the fuck they were having record release day at a tiny nowhere venue in in fuck off somewhere connecticut but like i went to that one it was great i i met two lesbians from a from another from another lesbian school who were like hey (laughs) hey why do you like my chemical romance and it just eventually turned into gerard way is is gender sure enough Sure enough. So, uh, so I figure we can kind of go uh, back to the timeline and just sort of, you know, go yes. go through these albums as they come out. Uh, the first one to come out is uh, I uh, Bullets. I forget. I, I I can never Bullets. I can never remember the actual title of Bullets. Mm-hmm. Oh no, you. That's the thing. I saw somebody say recently, like, thank God we already have designated, like, names for all the MCR eras because I wouldn't be able to deal with uh, TikTok giving it, like, doing, like, first letter of each word abbreviations. Yeah. Like, it's bullets. Yeah, I B Y N. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, see, exactly. Uh, I liked bullets a lot. I think this is the first time yeah. I heard it. It might be the second. I, you know, even though it's like it's like grindier and more and like a little more, it's got a little more of a hardcore sound than um, their other stuff. Than their other stuff. It's there. There's a there's already a lot of like hooks and songwriting and just like there's there's a there's an underlying pop ability there and you can tell that like like watching the the mcr reunion concert there were the 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 first one the live stream of that there were a lot of songs that i didn't know that well or probably one or two that i didn't know at all but it was Mm -hmm. just like it was just like these are all bangers and listening to these albums i was like these all would kill on stage oh absolutely just shout out shout out to that one guy at the at the reunion concert who, you know, they're up on the stage and Gerardway's like, all right, so this one's from our first album. It's going to be great. It's pretty stabby. And some dude in the, audi- the audience yells, yells, Sorrows. And he just goes, and this is Our Lady of Sorrows. And you just hear <laughs> that guy going insane. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, what a time to be alive. Oh, yeah. Ah, oh, man. Yeah, just like every song on this album, it's like, if, if, if I knew these songs well, and even if I didn't, just hearing them in concert, I would go and say. <laughs> oh, absolutely, absolutely. There's a lot of desperation on that album. There's a lot of anger, but it's it's anger that's driven by fear. 
and I Ooh. I relate to that in a way. Interesting. Where it's like this is this is the this is an album made by somebody who wants who has something to say and needs to get out there, yeah. needs to get it out there, and it's coming from a desperation of a hopeless situation, mm. and I understand that. And also, I fucking hate any list that says that Cubicles is their worst song. They don't have a worst song. Shut up. <laughs> That's a good answer. That's a good answer. Like it's not, it's not my favorite. I don't love Cubicles, but somebody loves Cubicles. Mm-hmm. So uh, in two thousand three, you get uh, "Take This to Your Grave" from Fallout Boy. <sighs> Let me check the track list. Listening to it like right after Bullets, I, it, it didn't do as much for me sonically. It was kind of, it was kind of mushy, you know, like everything kind of stuck together but once again there's a strong sense of like these guys can write songs these guys can write hooks they're you know the the, the, you can sense their like pop talent while they're doing emo yeah please i just want the track list uh grand theft autumn was one of my favorites from that one yes grand theft autumn i do love grand theft autumn um homesick at space dead on arrival dead on arrival Mm -hmm. always goes hard Mm -hmm. I feel like I should know Chicago so two years ago, but I can't think of how it goes off the top of my head, which is a little annoying. Yeah. Uh, but it's all right. Grand yeah. Theft Autumn goes. They always do Saturday at the end of their sets. Mm. When they play live, Saturday is always their last song. Mm. And when I saw them in 2017, we're, we're getting to the end of the Fallout Boy set. They're playing Saturday. And my brother taps me on the shoulder and he goes, why is Pete picking up the microphone? Because it is a known fact that Pete Wentz cannot fucking sing. (laughs) For his life. It is known that he cannot sing. And we're like, why is he picking up the mic? And then he starts screaming into it and we're like, oh, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Saturdays. So yeah, real quick, other things that happened yeah. in 2003, Fall Out Boy signs a Field by Ramen, Jim Class Hero signed a Field by Ramen, uh, Evanescence releases Fallen, which is just goes yes. just goes crazy. Just you can't you can't you can't fault I it at all. I re-listened to Fallen recently. I re-listened to Fallen recently. What a good album! God damn, love to see it. Love to see it. Two thousand four, as I said, Panic Forms reaches out to Pete Wentz through Live Journal, <laughs> signs to Fueled by Ramen yeah. before the year is up. Uh, Revenge. Revenge. God, Revenge. We were listening to Revenge in the car earlier. Uh-huh. I love the story that is told in Revenge Mm -hmm. because it very much piggybacks off of the final track of Bullets. You've got Demolition Lovers at the end of Bullets, which tells an interesting story, which is, you know, this sort of pseudo Bonnie and Clyde, they're robbing stores and shit to keep money. Right. And you're like, okay, that's interesting. What else do you got here? (laughs) And then it goes on to this like further reaching story of, of getting revenge but also it's about grief, but also it's about identity. It's also inexplicably, no, it's their second gayest album. I will not explain. (laughs) Sure, sure. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) I mean, Bullets is so great. It's a really like consummate and like, this is, this really sets the stage. Revenge, revenge. Revenge, yeah. Revenge. Yeah. It's very, it's very theatrical. This is the moment where I feel like that sense of theatricality starts to really come into come oh, into the pop yes. punk scene. They do it, and then that, 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 I mean, that's basically the whole ethos of Panic going in is like, "Welcome to the fucking Let's carnival or whatever." <laughs> <laughs> um, 
no with with revenge i'm trying to think like i don't even know what the singles are for revenge because all of them go so hard yeah let me get uh, i know that i'm not okay is on there i'm not okay for a song that is about not being okay that song puts me in a fantastic mood every time and it's probably because it's in d major but it puts mm. me in such a good mood yeah it, it, it's <laughs> It's it's a it's a really fun track. Uh, yeah, Helen is obviously great. Thank you for the venom. You know. Uh, oh yeah, the emo kid I was friends with at summer camp had a thank you for the venom T-shirt. That mm-hmm. was. I've got a story about that kid. Oh lord, <laughs> thank you for the venom definitely goes. Helena. Yeah. 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 Yes. Uh, a couple more things from 2004 real quick. Paramore Forms, yep. they also signed a Fueled by Ramen before the end of the year. Yes. Killers release Hot Fuss, Green Day release American Idiot. Killers release, that's the fucking thing. Killers release Hot Fuss on June 7th, 2004. My Chem releases Revenge on June 8th, 2004. Ooh. What a fucking weekend for music. Because that would that would kick my ass. The thing I always think about is how Mr. Brightside was their was their first single ever. They, like, yeah. it was the first. Oh yeah, it was the first single they did. It go it, it just fucking crushed in the UK as well as the US. It, you know when it's when, been on the charts in the UK since it came out because it goes so hard. Yeah, it just it just fucking went above and beyond. I guess. I do. I do have one hot take on Hot Fuss. It's that Jenny was a friend of mine. Is there is the best track. Oh wow, wow! I, I didn't. I love that song so much. Yeah, I don't. Um, I'll have to listen to it again. I didn't. I didn't listen to that album for this. But uh, yeah, no, it's it's the baseline. The baseline just mm, whoa. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. One of the biggest, but like, like the songs. I think about the songs that I played in the Blue Room that got like the the most massive reaction from the crowd. One of them is somebody told me. Oh, always. <laughs> yeah, I never always. did. I never did Mr. Brightside because I was like everyone does Mr. Brightside, but I did. Somebody <laughs> told me and people just lost it. They did Mr. Brightside at my prom. Mm-hmm. It was it was every every dance that they had. It was always Mr. Brightside and Stacy's mom, and those got like the biggest reactions. And everyone else went back to like doing whatever. Yeah. Stacey's mom is great too. <laughs> Stacey's mom is pretty great. Um, on the topic of of American Idiot, mm-hmm. wow. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It's uh, like it, it's like the only yeah. like people I down the shadows might have done a thing about this, but just like the you know if you think about the like like the music of the of the iraq war compared to like the vietnam war and how american idiot mm-hmm. is like is like the only great political album of that time <laughs> they're fucking angry they're they, mad as shit they went for it and it was like a massive hit everyone loved it <laughs> everyone loved it i loved it i i told my brother when we when we went and saw green day i told him if i am not yelling my lungs out for the first line of jesus of suburbia something is wrong Mm -hmm. if i am not screaming i'm the son of rage and love at the top of my lungs there's something wrong sure yeah (laughs) definitely so yeah uh fever you can't sweat out (laughs) fever you can't sweat out sucks i love it it's, it's so bad. I love it. It's not good is the thing. It's I was listening to this good. and I haven't listened to it in so many years. I just remember it being like, you know, ever the the one the, the one everyone talks about that, you know, let's do it at the time and had all the hits and whatnot. But like 
there's no it's bad it's it, it, like like it's hard to even <laughs> call it an emo album because it's like not about anything <laughs> i say this with all the affection in my heart but fever sucks it's so sucks. much and like and li listen when i, I listen love the songs from it i love some of the songs it's, for it's it. very fun like what's the fucking one time to dance mm. Bro, mm. there's something about time. There's something about the desperation of time to dance that gets me every time. Yeah, I just I don't know when I when I listened to it for this and I was like, oh, am I gonna hate all the Panic albums? But no, I like like there like no, some I'm of the good. some of the other ones are good. It's just like this one, yeah. it's a lot of fun songs. It just <laughs> sounds not good. It's kind of bad. <laughs> the auto tune. On Nails for Breakfast sucks so yeah. much. <laughs> We're not. I love Nails for Breakfast. No. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. They really, I mean, that was again, that was like they an, really that that was like an elevation of the of the theatrical thing that 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 NCR mm. was doing. They were like, they were like, welcome to the carnival. <laughs> and it's like <laughs> they really were. They fucking were. And then 30 seconds to Mars, 30 seconds to Mars high key copies the outfit, their video for the kill uh -huh. is like the an identical outfit to what Brendan Urie is wearing in the Sins video. Mm-hmm it's like identical and it's like okay you're really copying this like 19 year old kid there you fucking go yeah all right jared fucking yeah, go off fucking jared uh <laughs> from under the cork tree oh oh yeah yeah jesus yeah fucking cork tree jesus <laughs> our lawyer made us change the name of the song so he wouldn't get sued the one that was originally called i used to love you before you became a fucking myspace whore yeah <laughs> yeah Dance, dance, sugar, we're going down. Sugar, we're going down. There we fucking go. What I'm going to say is Dance, Dance remains one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. Sugar, we're going down never did it for me. Yeah, that's fair. 16 Candles. Yeah. 16 Candles 16 is really candles good. Is good. Yeah. I feel like I like the music video for 16 Candles more than I like 16 Candles itself. Oh, there's something inherently comedic about Pete Wentz going, you call yourselves hunters and then jumping off the fucking cliff. God, yeah. I like uh, Get Busy Living or Get Busy Dying a lot. Mm, yeah. But what I was going to say about Sugar We're Going Down, I like the I like the bridge a lot. I like the, you know, layered vocal thing that it does, but I just, it, the hook, it's not hooky enough, you know? It's I just not, I just feel not. like it, it needed a stronger, like, uh, you, you know, a bit more tune to, to, to really take it over Definitely. the top. Yeah, it's a really it's... strong album. Uh, an improvement on Take This to Your Grave, I would say. <laughs> oh, for sure. Would that make the next one pretty odd, or...? The next one is uh, All We Know is Falling. All We Know is Falling, yes! Paramore. I'm not as familiar with that one. I'm a lot more familiar with Riot, which mm. was 07. Yeah. I'm a lot more familiar with Riot, just because that was the one that goes yeah i like listening to all we know is falling i felt like it is i'd go as far as to say that like out of those four bands so far it's the strongest debut mm. it's okay it's very like just there's there's a there's a there's a connectivity that they that they just have as a band where like and obviously the band has changed so much since then but just like oh completely just like you know the the where where the instrumentals are and Haley is such an amazing vocalist right out the gate when she's like fifteen years old. Oh yeah, like... <laughs> yeah. I was I was very into that one. Yeah. 
and then, there. and then from 2005, the other stuff, uh, Gym Class Heroes, Drop Paper Cut Chronicles. Um, oh yeah. I with I was in, I was I had not listened to I, the Gym Class Heroes albums. I don't think, and I was surprised by like how how hip hop they were and how not especially pop punk they were. Um, mm-hmm. They they sort of reminded me of like gorillas or roots or um Gnarls mm-hmm. barkley i got i got those kind of vibes from it um Flowbots even uh yeah paper cut chronicles i thought was good but not great uh warp tour 2005 is uh is uh notorious oh, in, in those in, in the that's, fandom that's circles. one of the that's one of the pages i have up is the summer of like yeah warped 05 what <laughs> like I said to my brother as a joke, we were driving at one point, we were listening to, I think something from Cork Tree, not Cork Tree, something from Infinity on High. Mm-hmm. And as a joke, I was like, yeah, they say that uh, gay is not a synonym for shitty is about Mikey Way. And he's like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I'm like, man. wait, were you not aware of this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's... Uh... I don't know so much of the lore. I just oh, it's it's bang the doldrums. That's apparently about Mikey Way. Oh, I see. And it's just it's just that they were very they were very close during Warped 05, mm-hmm. and that after that they weren't. And you're like, what happened there? Yeah, Did something happened there. Hello. It's interesting to me. We've been talking about how slash fiction. I mean, we briefly touched on the fact that slash fiction was such a uh, like band slash and bandom were kind of synonymous in the in this in this live journal MySpace era. And yeah. I don't I don't think Pete and Mikey were like a a, a big thing before <laughs> before that happened. I feel like that was something. That, oh no. That they were just kind of like oh Certainly Pete and Mikey not. okay <laughs> I guess I guess all right yeah okay fuck it. <laughs> There's, there's something going on there, but it's not up to me to tell you. <laughs> right. 2006 would bl- bring us to Black Parade. Mm-hmm. Oh, Black Parade. The most, there's so much in the yeah. history of Black Parade that I love, that drives me insane, mm-hmm. where it's like, they went to a haunted mansion <laughs> to record the album. Love it. Let's just start there. They went to a haunted mansion to record the album to get inspiration. Yeah. And, you know, they heard dogs barking in the middle of the night and one of them saw a ghost walking around and sleep is about how Gerard Way had night terrors and Mikey almost left the band. Mikey almost left the band because of mental health reasons. Sure. uh, In that time. And also because they were living in a haunted mansion, which doesn't help you when you have mental health problems. Just not do, <laughs> doing great. Just not doing it. What I think, what 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 puts this album over the top, just as like a, a Pink Floyd style like rock opera thing, is that it, it's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, the thing is, the thing about Black Parade, I I like the titular track. I like Welcome to the Black Parade. Mm-hmm. It's good. It very much became that rallying cry. Mm-hmm. And I respect that real big. Sure. But at the same time, it is not the best track on there. I do think that, that the title for best track lies somewhere between Famous Last Words, mm-hmm. Sharpest Lives, and not House of Wolves, but another one of the early ones. I feel, I'm fe- I feel like a poser right now. I feel like this is really... A point where it especially becomes like 
you know, you listen to this album and you're like, this is one of the best bands that just the, 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 disappear just at this time. This is how I disappear. Disappear. Yeah. There's also the B sides. The oh. B sides. Holy shit. Heaven help us. Oh, baby. Mm. That's that's a, that's just that's about being Catholic, babe. And <laughs> I may not be Catholic, but there is something with heaven help us that makes you just you feel it. Yeah. I really like I really like Mama, and I really like how how Liza Minnelli shows up at the end. Liza Minnelli just shows up. I was talking with I was talking with my brother about that. We were in the car listening to Mama, and the thing about that one is that there was some interview with like a producer where they were like, "Yeah, so we're we're talking about this song, and Gerard just starts doing the bridge in this very operatic voice and insisting that we need Liza Minnelli on this track." <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, dude." Yeah, let's get Liza Minnelli on this shit. We gotta get Liza Minnelli in here. <laughs> oh man, teenagers is obviously a, a fun one. Of course, really of fun. Course. It's just a fun album. Like even though it's kind of, you know, even though it is about death and it is about like accepting that things are shit. Like, yeah. God, is it fun? They just they just get kind of silly with it. <laughs> they get a little silly with it. <laughs> My question is, how scary were those teenagers? My question is genuinely, how scary were those teenagers <laughs> on that New York City subway? They must have been pretty fucking scary. They must have been pretty fucking scary. <laughs> so what else does 2006 have for us? We have, um, uh, while the city sleeps, we rule the streets. Yes, 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 yes. Send my love to the dance floor. Yes. Mm. Church of Hot Addiction. Goddamn. Sure. Snakes on a plane. Pop Punk is so 05. That one I listened to on loop. Sure. That one's fucking good. Yeah. And I do feel I do feel like this album, like like obviously part of the Cobra Starship idea was like, let's take pop punk and make it like electronic and sort of take it to a new level. And yeah. also kind of incorporating that like that like killer Z power pop stuff into it, you know? Oh this, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I will say the first time I listened to It's Warmer in the Basement. I had this very distinct, what the fuck am I listening to? Sure. In like a bad way. Sure. And I, I look, I, I'm like, am I hearing this right? Am I hearing this right? <laughs> and I look up the song on like Genius or whatever. And it's like, this song is about kidnapping someone. I'm like, oh, okay. Just checking. Sure. Yep. <laughs> Just making sure. Just checking. Just making sure. They were kind of a precursor to like, um... Alex Cameron. I don't know if that, <laughs> if, if that means anything, but I just mean like, you no. know, they just kind of being... I don't know, playing the playing these like sleazy characters in their I guess later, I guess Arctic Monkeys is another an, another act mm. that kind of plays off of this, but they, you know, and 303, but you know, they 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 were kind of they were bringing a comedy into it where they were like, I don't know, it, it feels very 2000s in a way, but just like just like being the shithead. In, in the, especially especially when you get to hot mess, some mm. of the shithead music in there, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, definitely. What else do we got? What's next? So uh, Panic, uh, other things from 2006, Panic swaps out Brent Wilson for John Walker. Gym Class Heroes released yep. As Cruel as School Children, which is a uh, fun album, pretty polished. Again, giving me Outcast vibes, mm. giving me Gnarls Barkley vibes. Um, despite, despite Patrick Stump being on there a couple times, it doesn't, it doesn't feel super pop punk, but it is a really strong album. Um, Patrick Stump just keeps showing up. Yeah, he's he's out and about. He's <laughs> hanging out with him. And also in 2006, the first chapters of My Immortal are posted on fanfiction.net. Yes. Yes, <laughs> My Immortal. 
Yeah. Huge fan of My Immortal. Yeah. Yeah. It just sort of gives you an idea of uh, what's going on. Yeah. The state of the world as these albums are coming out. <laughs> the next album is uh, Riot. Yeah. It's real fucking good. Yeah, it's real, it's fucking, real good. fucking good. I feel like Misery Business. Crush, crush, crush. If there's cool. any, if there's any song that's like the defining pop punk song, the the two that come to mind for me are Misery Business and Ocean Avenue. Misery Business is definitely up there. I love Crush, Crush, Crush. Mm-hmm. Is Brick My Boring Brick from Riot? I, I, I let me let me just look it up real quick. I feel like oh, it God. is. When it uh, rains, boy, crush, crush, crush. Yeah, no. No, it is not. It is not. It must be from uh, uh, the one of the other the ones. <laughs> yeah, it's from Brand New Eyes, probably. Misery business. Goddamn. Hallelujah. There is something mm-hmm. for Hallelujah by Paramore that you're like, this is, oh, you've got some. Oh, that's what you get is on here. That's what you get is on here. That's what you get is on there. Damn. That, that, that is what you get. Yeah, you're right. It sure is. Great album. Great band. Love to see Love it. Them. Uh, Love them. At the same point, Paramore introduces Taylor York and uh, Fall Out Boy releases Infinity on High. Oh, yes. Yeah. Arms Race. Arms Race is great. There are a lot of there Arms are a lot Race of is great. There are a lot of fun songs on here. I found myself not liking Infinity on High as much as as much as Cork Tree this time around. It starts to lean in that panic direction of like you know going crazy and doing like a like a fun house kind of thing, and it did like like it felt a little less emotionally involving to me. Yeah. They start to shift into that like that like we're rock stars mode. That's where they've been for their entire post hiatus uh, career. <laughs> but I you know. I like a lot of songs on here. Thanks for the memories is great to this day. I feel like I'm missing tracks. I feel like I'm missing. I feel like there's like an album that's missing in here. Mm-hmm. Let me. And it might be it might be from their EPs, but I'm not certain. I'm not sure. Uh, Ringing in my ears uh, is a is a really good song too. That's one of my mm-hmm. my favorites from this one. Uh, yeah, take over the breaks over. Bang the doldrums. Yes. Yeah. Where is where is gay's not a synonym for shitty? Oh, uh, I don't think that was on an album. Oh, yeah, that would that would do it. That that would indeed. Yeah, do that'd it. do it. Uh, because I was like, wait, where's Wham's? Wham's is on Folly. I do, which we'll get to. Yeah, uh, Wham's is on Folly. We'll pretty pretty shortly. Yeah. So um, I think it was 2007. Uh, Viva La Cobra. Viva La Cobra. Oh, Viva La Cobra. City is at war. Mm. Guilty Pleasure, One Day Robots Will Cry, the three of those in a row. Yeah. Holy shit. Those are all really good. All really good. That's like uh, three consecutive punches to various parts of your body. Yeah, I felt like, I felt like, uh, I did think this was an improvement over their first album. I feel like Gabe's Mm -hmm. vocals are stronger. The writing is stronger. For sure. I mean, yeah, it's, 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 it's a good, a good album. (laughs) It's a good album. Uh, Scandalous. Scandalous is such a track, and it very much makes sense that it is on the fucking, like, Reddit Manslut Monday playlist. Mm-hmm. Smile for the Paparazzi, I like it, but at the same time, I do not want to listen to it. <laughs> yeah, I feel that, yeah. There were definitely, I don't remember which songs, but there were definitely songs where I was like, okay. <laughs> world's Oldest Profession, full mm-hmm. title, Prostitution is the World's Oldest Profession, and I, Dear Madame, am a professional. Yeah. Banger. Good stuff. Banger. Good stuff. The other things from 2007, uh, first issue of the Umbrella Academy releases, and oh, yeah. 
live journal has a the live journal bandom community is torn over who gets to use the word bandom <laughs> a great a great debate over if you have to like these specific bands to call yourself bandom or just liking mm-hmm. bands is <laughs> is is bandom uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> don't know if there's much to say about that but oh wait also sees some pretty big stuff happen in the the rpf community but that's that's another mm. story yeah so 2008 we can begin with pretty odd which uh i is is really good i like it <laughs> I, it's not my favorite mm. i'll say i'll say that much like for an album that was made by a bunch of young 20 somethings who went to a cabin to smoke weed Mm-hmm. It's good, but it's not my favorite. That's fair. I do enjoy it. I do enjoy various songs from it, mm. but there are some that are just not. I just I'm not the biggest fan of the sort of folk aspect that it takes. Sure, that's fair. I feel like, but my feeling on it is I don't know if I don't know if Panic they kind of did later on in their career, but I feel like with Pretty Odd they didn't really progress lyrically from from the previous album but it's just they like didn't. it's just like this i feel like this this like psych psychedelic pop thing works better with the 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 attitude that they have than than pop punk did on the first album yeah uh, the, the, i think there's there's like more vulnerability on this record which i also like but at, like the like fever a lot of the songs are like not really about anything and it's you know yeah it's it's not quite i do Okay, actually, I lied. There are ones that I very much do like on this album. Yeah, yeah. Green Gentleman, big fan. Very good. good. Northern Downpour gets me. Mm. In, like, gets me at age 14, Northern Downpour. Oof. Okay. She Had the World, big fan. Mm -hmm. Oh, and Day Met Night. Day Met Night does something. Yeah, frankly, I feel like out of the, like... You know, all their albums kind of have like the one single that's, you know, the one they put everything into. And for the first one, it was I Write Sins. And then for the next one, it's um, Mona Lisa. I feel like Nine in the Afternoon. Mona Lisa. Nine, Nine in the Afternoon might be the strongest of those, in my opinion. I feel, I feel like I feel like generally they're, they're mixed. But 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 Nine in the Afternoon <laughs> is really a really fun song, really enjoyable song. Yeah, it's a fun album. It's a, it's a fun album, but it's not my favorite. Sure. Uh, Fully Ado. My favorite Fallout Boy album. So good. Like, like. Fully is fantastic. Yeah, like, like, I've come to appreciate the other Fallout Boy stuff more. I feel like Fully Ado is, is, is a mile ahead. <laughs> it's a mile ahead of all of them. Like, Disloyal Order is a very strong start. Yeah. I don't care. I, I don't care. care. So oh, good. yeah. I don't care. It's so good. She's my Winona. She's my Winona kicks my ass specifically with the key change at the end. Love yeah. that. Yeah. Head first slide is one of my favorites. Uh, America's Sweethearts is strong. It's not my favorite of their singles, but it's <laughs> yeah. strong. Yeah. Head first slide, adore. Uh, Shipped Gold Standard, good. Coffees for Closers, good. What a catch. Yes. Yeah. Uh, 27. Mm-hmm. Oof, 27. Mm-hmm. 27. You got to ask, like, dude, what were you going through? Because you were going through something. Exactly, yeah. Tiffany Blues is Tiffany Blues is the one that's like a sequel to... It's the sequel to the one that's like, you look so good in blue. Oh, yeah. I love Tiffany Blues. I, 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 it, it's another, another favorite of mine. 
And uh, uh, $20 Nosebleed is an incredibly fun song. $20 Nosebleed is really good. It's really good. Uh, Whams is uh, is fun. West Coast Smoker is fun. Whams is up there. Yeah, just really strong. And this is an album that like does a lot of experimentation with like mm-hmm. with like pop punk and moving beyond it. And like it all works. <laughs> and it all works. They, they they don't really have any slip ups. They're like you know we'll get Lil Wayne on a track. We'll do we'll do something with Debbie Harry. We'll do we'll get Pharrell on production. We'll do all this crazy stuff. And it, it just let's works. get Brandon Yuri there just let's for get, fun. Let's get Brandon there a couple times. Get Elvis Costello. <laughs> Fuck it. Yes. I do I do love at the end of What a Catch, uh, just the various artists that are in the background. Yeah, because you know you've got Gabe Saporta, you've got Trappy McCoy, mm-hmm. you've got I think the guy from Newfound Glory might be on there. Yeah, I believe so. And you're like, oh, this is they're doing something with this. Ah, I see. Also, 2008, uh, Gym Class Heroes releases The Quilt, which is um, is that the one I really like? I feel like it is. Uh, yeah, The mm-hmm. Quilt is more hip hop, and yet it also feels more pop punk in in you know mm-hmm. its subject matter and, and and just how it carries itself. Um, but yeah, Daryl Hall is on a song on The Quilt. Like, <laughs> Quilt is another God album damn. that fucking swings for it, and uh, oh yeah, yeah, it's really good. 2008 is also the year that Bruno Mars is surprised to see Pete Wentz. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Shall we move on to 09? Or is there anything 09? Else in yeah, I think there's. I think that's it for 08. So 09, uh, Ryan Ross and John Walker split from Panic. Ian Crawford and Dallin oh, Weeks yeah. join. Uh, that was obviously the the, the weeks. Yeah, the, the entrance of Dallin Weeks and the departure of Ryan Ross were both uh, big deals in their own way. <laughs> they were both very big deals in their own way. The departure of Ryan Ross, that shit hurt a mm. lot of people. Mm-hmm. Children in Bandom haven't gotten over it, and I'm I'm not afraid to say it. They yeah, <laughs> the, the the divorce. I'm not afraid. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not afraid to say it. It's also the year that Fall Out Boy plays their quote-unquote last show at Madison Square Garden. Um, and then uh, we have Hot Mess from Cobra Starship. Oh, 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 Hot Mess. Hot Mess. You start with Nice Guys Finish Last, which goes back into that, like, sleaze character, because we yeah. know that it's, like, not him. It's, like, his old boss talking. Right. And it's, like, there's something with this that makes me want to just be, like, sleazy i i want to be the sleazy guy yeah. right now uh only reason we're famous god what a banger yeah um big fan of that one good girls go bad it's fine I like it's their it. single it's yeah. fine i like it fold your hands child i mentioned this one earlier yeah you're not in on the joke goes mm. like i feel like there's nothing else i could say on there like you're not in on the joke goes it sure does hot mess it's hot mess. Living in the sky with diamonds, I don't know as well. Wet hot American summer, given the correct circumstances, could make me cry. Mm. Just saying. Mm. Uh, scene is dead, long love the scene, banger. Move like you're gonna die, banger. Yeah, this was my favorite Cover Starship album. I. Uh, oh yeah. I think it. I think it. It. It comes through. What else do we have? For for 09, the other album is Brand New Eyes by Paramore. Oh yeah. Yeah. Brick by Boring Brick. Yes. Ignorance. Yes. 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 To me. Decode. Decode. They got Paramore on the Twilight soundtrack. You got Decode. (laughs) Hello. Yeah. 
Yeah, to me, I, I, I thought Brand New Eyes was better than Riot. It's it's mm. really it's really tight, but it's also it's also really like sprawling and like you know doing all this evolutionary stuff. Even the only exception, which A was the pop single, and B Haley famously hates it. That's a really Ooh. that's a really like moving song. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 2010. You know, it's in 2010. My beloved Danger Days is in 2010. Really good. Really good. Danger Days goes so hard. And for what? Yeah. Here's my thing. And it's that I was very, very into specifically the Danger Days fandom. Mm. Uh, From, you know, 2016 to about 2019. Mm. I was I was very much in the Danger Days fandom. And it's because there is such a story baked into it. You know, you've got your, you've got the music videos, which build all of this stuff, all this world. There's so much world in the music videos where you're like, there's so much here. I want to see more of this. And that's where you get the comics. That's where you get uh, Killjoy's California and Killjoy's National Anthem. Mm. I'm looking around my room. I've got my Party Poison cosplay on my dress form. Mm -hmm. You know how it is. Yeah. And I would just say that like, a lot of, you know, obviously MCR did the concept album thing really with all their albums uh, in a way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of people have done it since then. A lot of people incorporated those elements, you know, uh, 21 Pilots tries to do it all the time. I feel like Danger Days is the most successful pop punk concept album by a long yes. shot. Yes. Most intricate and and most well executed. The world, there's so much to the world and there's so much to, you can sort of track the emotional arc Mm-hmm. If you consider there being characters in this, I am also tragically known on MCR Tumblr for my Danger Days shit posts. Mm-hmm. I remixed the speaking tracks on this album. Yes, to just I, be I ridiculous. Will, I will link them in the in the description for Thank this episode. God. If you, if you send them my way. <laughs> I'll send them your way. I was just going to say the other thing about Danger Dave, in addition to it being such an such an intricate like world that's built in it. It, it like every song on it is a standalone banger too. <laughs> oh, absolutely! Like na na na, you've got na na na, and you're like, oh, this is going. Yeah. Uh, Bulletproof heart, very good, great for single. Sing, not my favorite. Mm. Not my favorite. I don't think it's as strong as other tracks. Sure, sure. Planetary go, yes. Only hope, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's. There's a lot and only hope that I'm just there for. Party Poison. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Save Yourself, I'll Hold Them Back is my favorite track from Danger Days. There is just something about it that goes so much. Scarecrow. Yeah. Yeah. Scarecrow, yeah. (laughs) Summertime, second favorite track from Danger Days. There's something so sweet about summertime that's so genuine I that I that. adore. Destroya. Destroya. That song's about being trans, and I will not talk. I will not explain. We love to see that. We love to see that. Uh, there is also something very religious. I was listening to it while I was like biking at one point, and I was like, "What if I? I I'm not a religious person. What if I started worshiping the fucking Destroya? Because <laughs> there is ge- genuinely something religious about seeing old concert videos where they start Destroya. And there's like, you can hear the drums and you've just got Gerard Way at the front going, just starting to scream, where are you, Destroya? Mm. I feel that. It's very interesting. Yeah, uh, they, like 
where you know when you compare it to black parade they you know it's they 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 work in different levels where black parade is a lot of like bandy like showmanship like we're doing all these all these mm-hmm. solos and gerard is like the marching writh- band the marching band yeah you can you can you can practically f- hear see gerard like writhing on the floor with every vocal <laughs> performance on black parade <laughs> yeah uh, danger days is a more pop forward album and it like like it's a really strong concept really strong writing and the performance is still is still top notch and again mm-hmm. it's it's so it, it's fun in a different way from how black parade is fun where where <laughs> you can just yeah. listen to it and like you, you you need to be like game for black parade you know <laughs> with, yeah. with danger days you could just hang out with it Kids from Yesterday, the only time I've cried listening to Kids from Yesterday was right before I graduated high school. Mm. Which, yeah. Sure. Vampire Money, the one thing I have to say about Vampire Money is from that one tweet that Gerard Way made uh, right after MCR broke up when he listened back through the whole discography. Mm-hmm. And his one tweet for Vampire Money said, shit, I'm real mad about Twilight on this one. <laughs> That's all we got. That's all we need. <laughs> Sometimes that's how it is. Uh, we don't need another song about California. Good. Sure. Good shit. Sure. Zero percent. Yes. Zero mm. percent is the Killjoys song. And I feel like, you know, you've got all the other ones that are a lot more hopeful, that are a lot more, you know, with the world. Zero percent is about the gritty side of being a quote unquote killjoy. And... I love it. I just, I love it. Oh yeah. So um, for the rest of 2010, that is the year that uh, Josh and Zach Farrow leave Paramore. Um, Mm. It's also the year that Travis McCoy releases his solo project Lazarus, which is Mm. fine. (laughs) It's fine. Billionaire's (laughs) on there. It's a fun song, you know. Uh, And and then 2011 is, does bring us to uh, Vices and Virtues. Vices and Virtues. Yeah, I don't know if I'd call it the best Panic album, but it mm. is one of my favorite. It is up there. Very interesting. In my top, in my top faves. Very interesting. For the longest time, I, 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 I I've been anti Vices and Virtues for uh, for a long time. Listening to it this time, I, I, I think it's a stronger album than Fever. Honestly, I would still. <laughs> it is. I would still say that it's on the weaker end of of, of Panic's discography, in my opinion. It's probably like you know, uh, there's like six albums. It's fourth, whatever. But um, yeah, the that's, uh, that's fair. I don't know. I mean, if, I think if this was their first album, it would have been like, oh, this is this is this is good. You know, this is like good writing, good performance, yada yada. It's just like everyone else is like experimenting and doing all this like 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 you look at folia do you look at danger days you even look at pretty odd the last thing panic did and then it's like to 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 sort of walk backwards into vices it's a little it's a bit of a step back i definitely agree there but i feel like vices itself isn't that good vices deluxe is Uh, incredible hmm. because vices itself i believe ends on nearly witches and then doesn't give us stall me, oh glory, I want to be free, turn off the lights, or bittersweet. None of those are on Spotify. It kills me. Mm. Um, but like Mona Lisa, holy shit. Let's kill tonight, definitely up there. Hurricane goes. Memories, trade mistakes, um, the calendar, 
those three are a, a storm of being sad. Mm-hmm. Ready to go, very good, always very good. Sarah smiles, fine, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. Nearly Witches. Nearly Witches is one hell of a song to see in concert. I've seen it twice now. I saw Panic twice, once when I was 13, once when I was 15, which means both of those were before any of the bad stuff came out. Not to say that uh, not to say that Death of a Bachelor's bad, but it was before any of Pray for the Wicked started, so. Right, okay, yeah. Yeah, I, I enjoyed this album a lot more this time than my than my opinion going in was. I still don't like Mona Lisa. I I think um, I don't know. It I I like this kind of the, the, this kind of chugging thing that it has, where you know every everything feels like it's really it's really like amping itself up. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. There were there like I didn't give it like a very thorough listen. Maybe that was just because I like in the order I listened to it, I it, I got the sense of it being a step backward, but I, you know, if you look, if you look at the whole thing, it's like, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So other things from 2011. Um, let's see. Uh, Patrick Stump releases soul punk. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's a fun experiment. It's, it's, it's like, it's, it's something to listen to, but it really like his voice is really not suited for, <laughs> for what he's going for there. Um, it, it, it isn't, like we we all make those jokes from Drunk History of Fall Out Boy, yo, I got a soul voice, but it's like it's not quite what you're going for here. Yeah, there there are there are like one or two, maybe three songs on here that I just thought were like unlistenable. <laughs> the rest oh. of them are the rest of them are fun. You know, it, it, yeah. it I I didn't dislike the album. 2011 also gives us Nightshades. Nightshades, yeah. Fine. I don't like it. <laughs> it's. One night's good. The one, mm, you know, what we haven't talked about the Jennifer's Body original soundtrack. Jennifer's Body original Panic soundtrack. Panic at the Disco and Cobra Starship. God damn. That's true. That's true. What what was the the, the Panic song? This was another case of it, things it was, not being uh, on Spotify, right? Yes. So I believe the Panic track is on Spotify. It's uh oh my god, what's it called? New Perspective. New, new Perspective. Perspective. Yeah. Very good. I love New Perspective. Yeah. Chew me up and spit me out turns me evil. Uh-huh. It's not on Spotify, which also turns me evil, but there's just something. There's just something with it where you're like, ooh, okay, I yeah. see. Yeah. The one song on Nightshades that I did enjoy was Don't Blame the World, It's the DJ's Fault. Yeah. Yeah. The, I, I, I thought it was really kind of hollow and overwrought and just... Just not a great album, in my opinion. Yeah. It was like, okay, fine. Yeah. And that same year was uh, Paper Cut Chronicles 2 by Gym Class Heroes, which is an, another pretty weak album, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was the one that all the hits were from. It had, you know, The Fighter and Stereo Hearts and S Back Home, mm-hmm. but it just, it's just not very good. <laughs> mm-hmm. 2012, Silence from All the Bands. Gym Class Heroes yep. goes on hiatus. 21 Pilots is signed to Field by Ramen. Uh, 2013. I, 2013 <laughs> is huge. It is. It is. First of all, My Chemical Romance breaks up. But leading to their breakup, leading to their breakup, they mm-hmm. release Conventional Weapons. Oh, yes, yes. Conventional Weapons is, one, my favorite My Chem album. Two, the gayest My Chem album. Mmm. Boy Division, you start out with Boy Division, and sure. it punches you in the face and makes you listen. Yeah. And I love it. <laughs> Tomorrow's Money, Tomorrow's Money, 
Gerard Way is specifically angry about Hot Topic and Tomorrow's Money. Respect. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Love to see that. I listened to Ambulance on repeat in 11th grade. Uh, I was very nervous before going on stage, and I listened to Ambulance on repeat. Gun is about war. War is bad. Mm-hmm. That's true. Gun isn't. Gun is not their strongest track. I'll give them that, but I love it. Mm-hmm. The world is ugly. Banger. Yes, that is one of the ones I've learned on bass. Uh, Light behind your eyes. I could not listen to Light behind your eyes for a very long time because it made me cry. Mm. I got over it eventually, but I could not listen to it for a very long time. Kiss the ring. Yeah. I have not listened to conventional weapons. I, I don't think they. Oh, to it is so good. And then it's the thing about conventional weapons is that it's split into five different albums. It mm-hmm. was released as five two track things. Sure. I personally believe that the last one they released, number five, is the strongest because it's "Surrender the Night" and "Burn Bright." "Surrender the Night" is incredible. I don't. I don't. I don't know like what else to say there. "Burn Bright" is. There's just something about Burn Bright when you listen to it that's just like, it's, there's this building in the chorus of, cause it makes me who I am, cause it makes me who I am, cause you've made me who I am. And then it goes into the, it goes into the chorus with be afraid of what I am. Mm. I can take it. And it's like, yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, also the line, uh, they always told me that you'd never get to heaven with a life like yours. Mm. Mm. baby i also i also count all of conventional weapons as part of danger days as part of like the story uh but that's that's a me thing that's a danger days cinematic universe absolutely absolutely so which one do we which one are we hitting first there's a few there's a few to hit here let's let's just get save rock and roll uh save rock and roll was my introduction to fallout boy Uh uh-huh bangers a lot of bangers a lot of bangers a lot of bangers the phoenix whoa the phoenix is such a great intro the phoenix is such a great intro light him up very strong less strong than the phoenix good for a single but it's not my favorite i would argue that let him up and the muddy fall are among fall out boys worst songs (laughs) that's yeah that's I'll my take. take. That's my take. I just, I feel like I'll take it. With, with Save Rock and Roll, they very much set this blueprint for for what Fall Out Boy is now. <laughs> That's you know, they're they're doing this like they're getting into the electronic stuff. They're kind of doing the Cobra Starship idea. I think a, li- <laughs> a little, I think a little bit. better than Cobra Starship did it in some <laughs> ways. And they were with Cobra Starship. I cannot listen to Guilty Pleasure. I love Guilty Pleasure. I know it on bass. Patrick Stump's backing vocals on Guilty mm. Pleasure are so obvious. Sure. And it kills me. Sure. Um, but, but yeah, Phoenix is incredible. Miss Missing You is also one of my favorite Fall Out oh, Boy songs. Yeah. So good. I also adore, I adore that they did a full 11 track music video. Yeah. Love it. I so love good. the Unblood Chronicles so, good. so, so much. So fun. So uh, it's kind of silly. And that's the thing with this album is that, you know, there's, they, they take this concept that they're saving rock and roll and really just 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 do it up to the nth degree, you know? Yeah. Um, Alone Together, yes. Mm-hmm. Alone Together is very up there for me. Where Did the Party Go? I have fond memories tied to Where Did the Party Go? It's not their best, mm. but I, I'm fond of it, if that makes sense. 
Sure. Uh, just one yesterday. The bridge in Just One Yesterday gets me, and mm. I I don't know how else to say it. The Mighty Fall, it's not the best. I don't love it, but it's grown on me more. They've do, they do they they do this thing nowadays where I I mean Patrick's first of all Patrick just vocally is always in like that 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 way up like 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 yeah. that, that, that like fire thing you know yeah. they, they do that a lot and there are a lot of hooks that uh, uh, you know Mighty Fall and and Light 'Em Up I think are are two good examples of just songs where it's like for the hook you just like. You just you just like build up to a scream and that's your <laughs> and that's your hook. That's all you need. That's all you got. Yeah. Miss missing you. So yeah. Good. It's so fucking good. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Death Valley. I feel like Death Valley and Where Did the Party Go are in a very similar spot for me, where I'm very fond of them, but they aren't my favorite. Sure. Young uh, Young Volcanoes. I enjoy it a lot. It's it's very fun. I enjoy it a lot. I really do love Young Volcanoes. Ratatat has grown on me. Ratatat's good. Ratatat's good. Ratatat's good. I usually skipped it when I was younger. Like when I first was listening to it, I was like, I don't like this as much. But it's grown on me. I've been listening. I've been listening to uh, to save rock and roll while I've been working out. Mm-hmm. And Ratatat's really grown on me. Yeah. And then of course you've got save rock and roll itself. You've got the with, title track with Elton John. Yeah. With Elton John. <laughs> yeah. Oh fucking yeah. Hell fucking yeah. Oh uh, yeah. The, I would say this is. I mean, it's it's no folly I do, you know, but it, it's no folly I do, but it's it's got Elton John on it, man. <laughs> they do they do some strong stuff on this album for sure. I, Very you know, much so. I definitely like post hiatus. I feel like they. I, I feel like this was a strong, like Fall Out Boy is back, Return. and then they've never yeah. really kind of lived up to that percent. We'll get into those uh, in a minute. We'll get into that. Uh, other 20, 2013. Yeah. So uh, too weird, too rare. Too weird, too rare was also, it wasn't my intro to panic, but it was what was touring when I saw panic when uh-huh. I was 13. Yeah. I was definitely like, like, like just the, the video for this is gospel was, and this is obviously true for like everyone, but that was, that was the thing that I was like, Oh, Hey, panic at the disco. And again, I had known about them. <laughs> I feel like my entire life, but that was yeah. that, that was also definitely what what got me interested in them. This is gospel is very good. I don't know. <laughs> it's fun. It's one of the ones I say very good because this is very much tinged with I learned to play this on piano when I was in middle school. Sure. Yeah. So that's sort of where my like nostalgia's from. Miss Jackson's fine. Yeah, I like it. It's a song. Vegas Lights is very hype because that's the one they start their shows with. I love Vegas Lights. Vegas Lights is one of my favorites from this record. I love Vegas Lights. Girl That You Love sucks. I hate, I hate Girl That You Love so much. I really like Girl That You Love. (laughs) It's my favorite song on this album. (laughs) I have to disagree so hard. It's. It does not fit the rest of the album. My one, my biggest hot, I've got two hot takes about Too Weird, Too Rare. The first is that Can't Fight Against the Youth should have replaced Girl That You Love. My second is that the demo for Far Too Young to Die is better. (laughs) I don't know. What I like about this album, there, you know, the ideas behind it, they talk about how they were inspired by like Kraftwerk and Wendy Carlos and, you know, all this like Mm -hmm. very early electronic stuff. And I I don't know, I just feel like Girl That You Love, like, 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 like it's true of all the panic stuff where you kind of need to decide if you're going to see this as pretentious or as making fun of itself. 
but I don't know. I think Go That You Love is a really <laughs> good, a really good like human league kind of pop track. I, I like it a lot. I just I just don't think it fits the rest of the album, if that makes mm. sense. It, it the vibe is just wrong. Nicotine. I really do love nicotine. There's something about the violin that comes in right before the chorus that I adore. The baseline for girls, girls, boys, fucks. Yeah, I don't go- care about the rest of the the like discourse around it. I don't give a shit. The yeah. baseline fucks. Yeah, it's a fun song. I heard that that was one of the songs. That was one of the videos that someone recreated in my uh, cinematography class, and um, I remember hearing Ooh. that song for like five hours straight <laughs> because of that. But uh, <laughs> it, it, it's uh, yeah, it's a really it's a really catchy song, and you know, it didn't get it, it didn't get it doesn't get too old after hearing it for five hours straight. So yeah. that's a good sign. Casual affairs, fine. Mm-hmm. It's for me. It's a step up from Girl That You Love. If that makes sense, it's I see it's saying. very poppy. It's I like it, but it's like I'm not gonna seek it out. Far too young to die goes. Yeah, I, I don't know what to tell you there. It, it does, goes. Yeah. yeah. Um, I I like the demo. There's a demo that was released on like SoundCloud or something that was the original Brobex demo of Far Too Young to Die. Mm. I like it a little more, but I also just like Dallin Weeks more. Yeah, I mean this whole album is 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 like this is the dallin album in a lot of ways this is the dallin album it is and and it's no listen this is the dallin album (laughs) yeah end of all things is a very genuine song and i really appreciate that this is the i this is the holy shit i'm getting married song and i appreciate that a lot yeah, I, I like when I like when Brendan's a, a wife guy on, on his songs. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I like it when he's a wife guy. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Can't fight against the youth should have been on the album. Fair enough. I, I have my heart actually, saying. but I, you know, it's for sure. I feel like it has more to say than Girl That You Love does. Hmm. So that's that's my that's my take. Fair enough. Fair enough. I I think I the the thing i remember is that girl that you love was originally going to be in french and i just think that's so great yes i remember seeing that i just remember fucking, seeing that just fucking go for it you know just god damn why not the other big album uh for 2013 is paramore's self-titled i adore this album i think it's it's so i actually you know i i've been a i've been in and and after laughter girl for so long but listening to listening to them all here this album is so great <laughs> like it's you know because 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 after laughter is very much like this is the thing we're doing and they do it and it's great but on this album there's there's all this sprawling like we're doing punk we're doing power pop we're doing new yeah. wave and like the I, I don't know man it's really fucking good <laughs> yeah yeah no i get that i get that you got your you got your still into you still into you goes so crazy yes fucking I love still into you fast in my car is great daydreaming ain't it fun obviously ankle ain't biters fun, yeah i mean there's just so mm. much great stuff on here and then the other 2013 album is vessel by 21 pilots which is uh it, it, i never <laughs> listened to i I've never listened to 21 Pilots. With yeah. The one song. I've listened to one song by 21 Pilots. Two songs by 21 Pilots. Okay. And it's The Judge and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. House of Gold. All right. I like those. Those are the two I've like listened to willingly. Mm-hmm. That's it. 
yeah, Vessel does the thing with Vessel is that it's it's also doing the electronic thing, like 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 post Cobra Starship, and it's like yeah, it, it becomes very clear at this point that Cobra Starship was a little a little early. <laughs> they were a little ahead of their time to be doing the stuff they were trying to do um yeah just like from a writing and an attitude and a vocal perspective i don't think vessel is very good um yeah but yeah that's 2013 2014 gives us um gerard way releases hesitant alien yes yeah it's really strong it's like it's a it's a very challenging album you know it's a it's a bit uh it like like it's it's harder to like break into than any of these other albums because there's so much. I feel like the fuzz on some of these songs could have been turned down a little. There's a lot of like <laughs> there's a lot of fuzz. I respect him. Yeah, there's a lot of fuzz. I respect him. The there bureau, is. good action cat and no shows. Mm. Yes, I like action cat a lot. That stuck with me. Love those. Um, so so something something about me is that I have synesthesia. Sure. And Brother was one of the songs that had the most clear image. A lot of, I've got a lot of like color associations, but mm. Brother had like an image associated oh. with it. And it was this very specific image of sitting in a car, looking out the car window. The sky is like, it's like nighttime. So it's like dark blue outside, but there's like the, the orange of streetlights coming down. So you've got like raindrops on the car window, blue, orange, it's all sort of in there. And when I was about 16 or 17, uh, my friend's parents drove us into the city. And as we were driving back, I look out the window and I notice that it's that exact image. And I had to like put the music in and listen to it because it was like an experience. Wow, that's great. Um, Millions, very fun. Zero zero, big fan. Zero zero is is sort of like a a grind, not grindier, but it's it's a little dug your claws in more, where you got to yeah. like get used to it. Yeah. Drugstore perfume is the sister song to Dasher. Mm. Drugstore perfume and Dasher take place in the same diner on in, during different months. I like that. Uh, get the gang together. Get the gang together. Yeah. Get the gang together is about getting your friends together to rob a bank, and I love it's it. It's about getting the fucking gang together. <laughs> it's about getting the fucking gang together. Yeah, me too. Hell yeah. How It's Going to Be is the sister song to Brother. Oh, I see. How It's Going to Be is the morning after Brother. It's Interesting. It's waking up, the clouds are coming off the city, it's sunrise. That's how it is, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Maya the Psychic is a Danger Days song. I cannot explain this and i very much love television all the time yeah I, I like that one too i feel like i haven't engaged with this album enough yet like i've listened to it like probably five or six times maybe i, I mean, <laughs> back in the day i probably listened to it a ton but i don't feel like i've ever listened to it enough to to, to really be paying attention to it you yeah. know there's so much like going on with it <laughs> the one thing i do love about hesitant alien is that one interview that's like the pink station zero interview where it's like, this is an album being released by aliens. This album is coming, is being released to aliens by a human from Earth. And in the in the interview, they're like, so you're like a, a full Earthling? And he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm 100% human from Earth. And the right. interviewer's like, wow. But it's so <laughs> awkward as well. It's such an awkward interview and it's so funny. 
Yeah, I kind of got my my feeling, and there's obviously nothing to be done about this, but I kind of felt like the singles that Dredd was putting out in 2019 were indicating a record that would have been like a a strong step forward from from Hesitant Alien. And I don't know if I don't know if there's ever going to be an album, but I like <laughs> who knows. I Baby Your Haunted House is great. Get Down the Germs is great. The you know. Getting what down the germs, great. Dasher is really good. Mm. The other 2014 is uh, Stomach Aches by Frankie Arrow. I love Waited. Waited, very good. Yeah, again, I'd never listened to this album before, but I thought it was really well done. The fact that, like, the fact that with all these Frank projects, it's, like, just him. <laughs> it's him and whoever he's got in his band at the time. It's just whoever whoever he's got, but you know, like 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 the project is. But like it's it, him. Yeah, it's 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 like gorillas, you know. It's like they they'll take who they could get on there. But I, I just <laughs> I just thought this was like the fact that this album, being Frank and whoever, feels like it stacks up to these the <laughs> these bands, you know, these these like very well known and and, and acclaimed mm-hmm. accomplished bands. I mean, I mean, it's really impressive. Again. Frank is not the best vocalist. Frank is certainly not. Frank can't do. Can, he can't do Gerard. You know, <laughs> like, no. like it's not. It ain't no. something anyone anyone can pull out. But yeah, I just thought this was a really good pop punk album. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's it's good. I feel like I haven't listened to it. I haven't listened to his solo stuff as much as I should. Mm. But I do enjoy it. Twenty fifteen, American Beauty, American Psycho. Uh, <laughs> I like uh, I, I I guess it's the same thing with same rock and roll where I think there are there are some really strong songs on here. Uh, the title track sucks. There are there there, there, <laughs> there there there's some real duds in there too. Um, and it, I don't know. It just it sounds like you could tell me that this album was just B sides from Save Rock and Roll, like just things they left off there, and and sonically. But I, I, you know, I believe you <laughs> just because yeah. like, A, it doesn't feel very like put together as an album. It feels like it feels like a collection of songs and they, they just yeah. they're doing the same sound, the same vibe. Um, it feels less vital, you know, just because there's no there's, there's no like overarching thing to it. I do like Uma Thurman a lot. I, I'm, I'm a fan of that song. ABAP meant like a lot to me when I was like 14, 15. Um, so tracks like. Okay, just going through the track list. Irresistible, I feel like didn't leave an impression on me. I don't really care. Yeah, I like the horns, but it, you know, it's 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 Yeah, it's, I like the horns. It's like they did Irresistible and they did Champion. They they did like three or four songs that were really the same thing. Yeah, a little bit. The titular track, the titular ABAP, it's sucks. It's yeah, fine. It's pretty bad. <laughs> it's, it's whatever. Go ahead, I guess. Centuries, it's fine. It's good. It's it's not it's not my favorite. Sure. Yeah, I like, it's I like, like, it's like I all like right. centuries. When I heard it on the radio, I'd be like, oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. I'd be <laughs> like, oh, yeah, all right, nice. Yeah. The Kids Aren't All Right meant a lot to me when I was 14, 15. I, I was going through it, and that song definitely felt very real to what I was experiencing, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uma Thurman, pretty good. I like it. It's fun. I'm a fan. Uh, it's, it's nonsense, but it's good. <laughs> it's nonsense, but I love it. <laughs> yeah. Jetpack Blues is good, but it's like it's fine. Uh Novocaine, 
doesn't suck, but I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it, yeah. Yeah. It, it's Fourth whatever. of July. Fourth of July is like a step down from the kids aren't all right, if that makes sense. Fourth of July and favorite record are on a very similar emotional level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, I like those songs. Immortals goes. I've, Immortals is one of the songs that to me feels like the same, the same thing as Irresistible. I just, you know, <laughs> I, I, I like it's, it's a solid track, but I just. Um, it was in Big Hero 6. I don't know. That's true. You. That's true. It was. I like Twin Skeletons a lot. I like the hook of that. I one. like Twin Skeletons a lot. Yeah. It's it's different, but it's good. Yeah. The thing that I always want to bring up, and I feel like this could be an entire episode talking about this, so I don't want to like oh God. give the whole game away, is the ABAP remix album of no, the same year. I wrote about that in a paper. Yeah, Make America Psycho again. The uh sucks sucks <laughs> it every song on it is is like so poorly conceived just like you know <laughs> it really is they got like good people on it and you know that like like they're yeah. mostly it's whatever but it just they got they have, migos, like, why? they have migos on irresistible asap ferg on the title track juicy j on sentries with with jr rodham on production uh the kids aren't all right featuring azalea banks <laughs> Why not? Uma Thurman with Wiz Khalifa. That one was basically just Uma Thurman with Wiz Khalifa. Um, <laughs> just... Sure was. Deadpack Blues with Big Crit. Novocaine with Uzi. Not Lil Uzi, just some guy named Uzi. Just Uzi. Yeah. Fourth uh, of July with OG Mako is the one that I thought was weird enough to work, which is basically true of anything <laughs> OG Mako does because he's just, he's so nuts. Um, yeah. And then favorite record with I Love McConan. Weird choice. McConan had done... Tuesday, so he was like, you know, he was a big thing at that time. Yeah. Immortals with Black Thought was pretty good too, but you know, it's Black Thought, so he always tells that Joey Badass on Twin Skeletons, fine, whatever. Very bizarre thing. Just, <laughs> just yeah, just, it's like, all to say. why? I don't know. Is there anything else in 2015 that was notable? Uh, quick stuff Spencer Smith exits panic. Um, right. I remember, I remember when that happened. Yeah. Woof. Yeah. Uh, this is when Cobra Starship officially announced their breakup. Um, Homophobia. Yeah, Jeremy Davis exits Paramore and 21 Pilots released Blurry Face, which we did a whole episode on. It's pretty good. Yep. Um, tw- 2016, uh, Death of a Bachelor. Death of a Bachelor is probably Panic's best album. I agree. It's excellent. Like, yeah, in terms of just like the showmanship aspect of what Panic is, like they 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 kind of nail it on this one, and it's the right mix of you know songs that are that are that are you know bullshit like crazy versus genius and songs that are <laughs> crazy equals what genius. do you mean bullshit it's <laughs> there's like there's no substance but god is it fun it's so fun it's so good it's one of my favorites it's so fun album. and then victorious, you know victorious victorious i love <laughs> victorious is is you know victorious a little overplayed but uh the second time i saw panic was the day the music video for victorious came out I'm just reading this. Victorious was co-written by Rivers Cuomo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not? Sure enough. Sure enough. Yeah, I mean, this sure is, enough. This is the point with um <laughs> with Panic where they're they're getting all kinds of writers in in the mix and uh, oh, are they? It yields it yields some interesting results. Yeah, uh, to threaten me with a good time is really fun. Um, it's very fun. Hallelujah. It's a very fun song. I will give it that. It's not 
you know, the best that they've made. It's not the best on the album, yeah. but it's fun. It feels it's good in concert. It feels like the whole song is a bridge and the hook never comes. <laughs> That's, That's probably, fair. My feeling about That's it. fair. Yeah. Emperor's New Clothes is really fun. That's, you know. Emperor's New Clothes made me evil when I was 16. Yeah, it's, it's a great song for making you evil. Uh, Death of a Bachelor <laughs> is really sweet and nice. <laughs> um, it is. It's very sweet and nice. L.A. Devotee is my favorite on this album. L.A. Devotee is really good. It's it's L.A. Devotee is incredible. It's a standout for sure. Crazy Equals Genius also turned me evil. It's great. But in a more fun way. Yeah. Yeah. You can set yourself on fire, but you're never going to burn, burn, burn. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Golden Days fine yeah the end of this album the the, like the back end of this album it's like it's a lot of songs this is the more like earnest end of the album part yeah Yeah. and it's like yeah i don't the songs kind of run together in my head but like i you know that's fair it's a strong back half i think good the bad and the dirty definitely meant something to me when it came out Mm because this was around the time that i had like a really severe falling out with a good friend Mm. and good the bad and the dirty felt very there Mm-hmm. So you want to start a fight? You better fucking throw the first punch. God damn it! Like, God damn. God damn. Impossible year. I understand that this is the breakup song with Ryan Ross. Right. Also, like, it's also very in my range, so I, nice. I like it. Nice. 2016 also saw the release of Living with Ghosts. Living with Ghosts. Which one is that? Black Parade. Living with Ghosts. Oh uh, yeah, the the, the, the extended album extended album where they did the uh they did promotion for it and everyone was like what the fuck is going on <laughs> yeah i was abroad i was abroad when that happened i get back into the hostel i check my phone mcr fandom's freaking out i check my phone the next day it's dead again what a what a week what a week to not have reliable wi-fi yeah the well the other thing from 2016 is uh uh parachutes from from frank which is it's more oh. of like it's more of like an out and out punk album. Uh, yeah. And um, yeah, I don't know. It's pretty it's good. Fine. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. That that would bring us to after laughter. That would bring us to after laughter. I do love hard times. Hard times is so good. Hard times is it, hard it's times such a so great good. song. I've I've called this one of my favorite albums. I, I like I said on this run, I preferred Paramore self titled. Um, Rose-Colored Boy is also up there. Rose-Colored Boy is great. Uh, Told You So is really fun. Fake Happy is really good. 26, Caught in the Middle. Mm-hmm. Like, 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 it's just, you know, like I said, they take this concept of we're going to do Talking Heads, Blondie, uh, all this, all this, mm-hmm. like, all this, like, new wave shit. We're going to, we're going to do that and we're going to do it right. And they, they just, they just do it. And they do it. <laughs> Yeah. Just I I mean like there's there's the strength of the band and obviously Haley is still amazing but just you know the the like the in terms of the vulnerability of the songwriting I just feel like it you mm. know the, it's really well done. It's really well done. 20 was there anything else in 2017 that was like important? Not in terms of uh albums or news I would say. The next album I have is Mania. Yes. You know, when Mania came out, I like like I remember first of all when Mania got delayed for by like eight months, and it was, it was that was supposed to be a 2017 thing, but um, right, yes, the, the, yes, I remember that. I, I remember listening to it and being like, yeah, some of these, I don't know, I don't know how it is. Listening to it for this, it's the worst. Man. <laughs> 
it's it's not very good. Several of the songs I do hold in my heart. Okay, three of the songs I hold in my heart. Okay, <laughs> it's probably two for me, but uh, we'll see. Last of the Real Ones. Last of the Real Ones goes crazy. <laughs> Last, Last of the, of the Real, Real ones. ones goes fucking insane. I love it. Last of the Real Ones is like the, you know, the the, the only song from this album. There are other songs on this album that are like, they're like, you know, they're fun, they're good, fun. good whatever. Yeah. But like, yeah, Last whatever. of the Real Ones is the only one that I feel like you could put in like a, in like a best Fallout Boy songs, you know, yes. category. Uh, Bishop's Knife Trick. Mm. I do hold dear. Mm. There's something about it that has a very genuine emotional like connection that I respect yeah. greatly. I say I say three that I hold in my heart, but really it's like two and two that are half. Mm-hmm. And it's stay frosty and hold me tighter don't. I love hold me tighter don't. I really I... do love hold me tighter don't. It's very fun. That's my that's my second one. Is hold me tighter that's down. That's your it's, second one. Yeah, it, it's like I think the idea of doing Caribbean stuff on this album was generally not a good idea. I I, I think that I, I think that Young and Menace and Sunshine Riptide either of those could be like if you said that's the worst Fall Out Boy song, I'd be like you're so right. But um, I don't know. Hold me tighter. Don't. It just like it leans into pop in a way that I think really works. It works. And, yeah, it works. <laughs> I I do love Hold Me Tight or Don't. Stay Frosty, it wants to be something. I don't know what it wants to be, but it wants to be something so bad, and I really appreciate the effort. Yeah. Young and Menace, I like Young and Menace. It is not good. Yeah, I when it came out, I remember going back and forth on it for a really long time, where like I, I, was, I, I would I would I was hear very it. back and forth on it. I would hear it and be like, this is terrible. And then I'd listen again and be like, eh, this is pretty good. My 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 opinion in retrospect is very much like, oh, brother. <laughs> oh, brother. <laughs> yeah. Um, and speaking of oh, brother, if we want to get into it, the other big 2018 album <laughs> is Pray for the Wicked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Pray for the Wicked. <laughs> They started strong with uh, Saturday Night. I do like that song quite a yes. bit. Yes, I, I like I like where Saturday Night falls in the Panic at the Disco music video cinematic universe. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a really fun one. For the most part, this album is just throwing shit at you, so, it's just re- so relentlessly, and it's like. I kind of, like I get the the angle they were going for of like let's kind of do a show tune thing and have like have like swing elements with all the all these different different horns thing and let's also work with like Dylan Francis and do do like an electronic thing too. Yeah, it's just so and then relentless. You listen to the lyrics. You listen to the lyrics and you're going, "What the fuck are you saying?" It's so relentless with like crazy lyrics and just just like every song is like is, is like here's it feels like it's bass boosted but <laughs> <laughs> i've got this flow chart i've got this flow chart that that starts with joe biden getting into politics and has the formation of fallout boy mm-hmm. uh if you go further down on the chart eventually you get brendan releases the disease pray for the wicked into the world i had to hear <laughs> high hopes everywhere it was hell Ah, uh, High Hopes is really bad. 
<laughs> I hope this is so bad. It's so it, it it's like funny bad though. Like like on the it, it's probably I probably can put it in the same camp as as um uh Young and Menace because they're both songs that you could just yeah. kind of you could kind of have a laugh at them. <laughs> you know, I like 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 Young and Menace wasn't a hit, but I I feel like the fact that High Hopes is everywhere is part of what's so funny about it. <laughs> Mayor Pete dance. The fucking high hopes. You gotta have high high hopes. Oh though. no! You gotta have high high hopes for him. I didn't. I never did. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> uh, I um, and dying in LA is really bad too. But um, I like the overpass. That's another song here. I thought it was pretty good. I feel like the overpass. It was like it. It went enough. Yeah. I only listened to Pray for the Wicked once because I was like, this sucks. Sure. But the overpass, I was like. I don't know what's going on here. I don't know what you're talking about, but there's a great beat. Yeah. Meet me, me at the overpass with the, the, the sketchy girls and the checks notes, lips, lipstick boys. I don't fucking know. Okay, sure. <laughs> sure. The other 2018 album, uh, 21 Pilots released Trench. It is, I liked it at the time. I think it's pretty boring and a little too in its head about trying to be a concept album. And, you know, it, it, it's... Trench felt like I didn't listen to it, but what I saw of it, it felt like it wanted to be Danger Days. Definitely. There were there were definitely strong elements of that. And I mean Blurry Face was kind of trying to be it was, it was trying to do the, the the MCR thing of having like a concept thing too. But but Blurry Face didn't really have a concept. It just kind of wanted to. Trench has so much like story and character and like and like And it's everything. like, okay. Yeah. All right, it, Tyler. Yeah, exactly. And so 2019 is when My Chemical Romance announces their reunion. Uh, it's when, yeah, it's also when Fall Out Boy announces the Hella Mega Tour with Green Day and Weezer. Yep, sure did. Yeah, sure did. It's also when Barriers came out. Barriers, Barriers. was fine. Yeah, I didn't like Barriers. I, I, it was, it was kind of, I thought it was kind of plain. Um, I, I liked parts of it. I didn't, I, I like, I listened to it and then I didn't really listen to it again. Uh, I went to the record release show. It was fun. This is nothing against the music, but I hate Frank crowds. Sure. I hate Frank crowds so much. Sure. They kind of suck. Because they're like, they're just trying to get, they're either trying to get a picture of the guy. Mm-hmm. Or they're like, they're following the tour. There were these people who were following the tour. There was someone at that show who looked, who a real person in real life, who looked me dead in the eye and tried to convince me that Barriers was about Gerard Way. I... <laughs> yeah in in person in person okay. this was not on tumblr this was someone face to face in a tiny venue yeah the, you, you know in connecticut like Man. goddamn just who who led you you can try public. to convince me all you want but i'm not <laughs> no <laughs> yeah so 2020, the, uh, the, the, the two big albums for that year are, first of all, uh, Razzmatazz. Yes, I want to talk about IDK. Oh my god, I love Razzmatazz so much. Sure. Sure. The thing with oh. uh, Razzmatazz is a really strong, it, it's another album, I mean, I mean, where so many of these have been, like, concept albums where, like, MCR started doing that and then everyone else started doing it. Yeah. Razzmatazz is, is a collection of songs that are really fun and really energetic and go crazy. Yes. <laughs> Okay. Well, what's the other one? The uh, other one. The, the other one is uh, "Pedals for Armor," Haley's solo debut, which, frankly, uh, I would say is the best album out of all of these. 
<laughs> really? Yeah, I, I, I've i always been a fan her. of this album. I've kind of, I you know, I think it was my number two uh, last year, but just, you know, listening to it for this, it's so, I mean, it's really not a pop punk album for the most part. It sort of brings in elements of like some of the indie rock, like Phoebe Bridgers kind of stuff, but like, it's very innovative and like kind of, you know, it's doing these crazy things with like vocals where there, there, there are these like whispers that come in and out and it's doing all these, there's like a, there's a, there's a dance track on here. There's, you know, um, that's sugar on the rim. I'm trying to remember uh, dead horse is so good. Simmer is amazing. There's uh Rose's Lotus violet iris, which is the one that I think boy genius features on. It's, it's a really mm-hmm. kind of, I mean, it's so intimate and so like, sprawling and experimental like it, it, it's it, it might be one of my favorite albums yeah. okay so you bring up razzmatazz but the problem is we also have to talk about 1981 sure so the 1981 this is a long episode we're gonna cut out a lot yeah, it's fine. I, I, mean, I, just, I, I got if, a lot to say. Yeah. If we need to, to, if we need to, I could just skip the history stuff. We could just have this part because. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. We, we may need to. Yeah. Um, 1981, you've got, first off, you've got Choke. Mm. God, Choke is good. Um, and then you've got, you've just got, there's like this, the thing about IDK Howe is that there's a lot of sinister undertones mm-hmm. to their music. Mm-hmm. That's sort of hard to describe where you've got you've got the sort of scheming that comes with social climb. Bleed Magic isn't so sinister. I love I love Bleed Magic. Absinthe goes so hard. Mm. I almost lost my voice screaming along to Absinthe uh, in 2019. Absolutely, yeah. It goes so hard. Do it all the time. That's just fun. Do it all the time is pure fun. Hell yeah. And then you've got Razzmatazz. Leave me alone? Good. I like Leave Me Alone. Uh, Mad IQs is about being experimented on, but in like a toxic <laughs> relationship way, but also it's kind of sexy. Hell yeah. Big fan. Opening band? Great. Thank you. New invention? Very fun. From the Gallows is harrowing. I love From the Gallows so mm-hmm. much. It is this, it is so, there's, there's something when you started out with your beautiful and evil too, you're like, oh, I, go on. But it's about like being so in love with someone that you just super do anything, but in like this sinister way. Oh yeah. And I just love it. I just love it. Um, there's like, there's a combination of Kiss Goodnight, Need You Here, and Door that are all so sweet. Yeah. We're like, oh, this is the heart of the album. And it's it's just very good. Lights Go Down, I heard live in 2019. Wow. And then they didn't release it for three years. <laughs> <laughs> and Razzmatazz, Razzmatazz is so good. Like the saxophone solo just goes. And yes. you're like, whoa. That's what you love to hear. Anytime these brands, these bands are bringing in the brass, I'm like, yes. Oh yeah, that's that's what Ska's about, baby. Yeah, it's the Ska spirit. Um, honorable mention, honorable mention. It's my favorite of their. It's my favorite of any of their songs. Goes to Miss, Mix Sinister. Mm. We were waiting for Mix Sinister for three years. It is fantastic. It goes crazy. Yeah, it goes crazy. I I I was 
I'm known in a Discord server I'm in for making audiovisual shit posts. Mm-hmm. And the most recent one was it was the Chef Boyardee can following the girl home commercial, but with Mick Sinister over it. That was the request. Nice. <laughs> it's such a good song. It's so Love good. Love that. The other things from 2021, just to uh, yes. just to uh, conclude here. Wrap it up. Haley released her second uh, solo album, Flowers for Vases, which is, uh, it's a slighter collection of songs. It's kind of, you know, um, it, it, it's very like mm-hmm. intimate and really emotionally raw, but it's, you know, didn't it didn't really hook me in because I don't like, it's because, you know, it's kind of slow and quiet and all that. It doesn't really, it's just not my kind of thing. Uh, and then 21 Pilots released Scaled and Icy, which is, on this listen, my favorite of their albums, it's, you know, they 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 veer completely into electro pop and you know on on uh, on their on their first couple albums they're doing these this ukulele shit this lincoln park fucking dubstep (laughs) rap shit and it just they're just not good at it (laughs) they've got they're good at hooks they're good at fucking i mean i mean josh is a great drummer they 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 do this this like they, they're good at making pop music and they lean into that on scaled and icy while still having some of those conceptual things that, 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 that they're known for. And it, it, it's a really strong album. Any overall thoughts um, that we want to, any uh, overall thoughts. I, in here? I wish the crowds were better. Mm-hmm. I feel like I wish the crowds from, for slightly more popular acts were better. If that makes sense. Like the Frank shows I've been to, They've been fun, but they kind of sucked, just mm-hmm. crowd-wise. Um, like, the most fun I've ever had at a show was when I saw the Interrupters, who just opened, who have been opening for, for Green Day and Fall Out Boy and Weezer on the Hello Mega Tour. Mm-hmm. They're incredible. They're, they're small crowds, incredible. Oh, yeah. Um, the venue I was at, it was fucking tiny, but it was the most fun I've had at a show. And you know the same. The same goes for when I saw Set It Off. I know. I know they're not on the same scene quite exactly, but when I saw Set It Off, they were opening for Sleeping with Sirens, mm. and that crowd was amazing. I underestimated that crowd so hard. It was the sure, youngest sure. mosh pit I've ever seen. It was great. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but like the IDK Howe crowds have been very young because I saw uh, Superette opened for IDK Howe uh, one time. And there was this kid like behind me who was going, oh my God, is that Ryan Ross? And I was like, shut up. I'm going to strangle you. If I may, how about we can, I'll yes. run through the bands and we'll just do like a, like, like a favorites, you know, take relative to the others. Just, just, just real quick takes on each of them. Fall Out Boy. Okay. My favorite album is Fully I Do. I think it's kind of head and shoulders above everything else. I think they, um, have kind of fallen off in the past like five years or so um but they yeah. they they could come back anytime i feel like fall boy it, I, in terms of hell and megator a lot of people saw that as a weird choice but i kind of think that fall boy green day and weezer are all in a similar place in their careers where like they can't they they could if they really wanted to do like a really serious and like respected album again i mean weezer had one in 2016 but i i just mm. think that they're they're leading into the joke a little more and i think that's a good yeah. direction for fallout boy to take yeah uh favorite for me is definitely also folly um they're good i definitely agree that they've fallen off but their their newer stuff 
like I was in high school, it, I, I got it, I guess. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, panic. I think I, I agree with you that Death of a Bachelor is uh, is their best album. I think that I think that I would say that Pretty Odd and uh, Too Weird, Too Rare are not that far behind. Mm-hmm. And then and then Fever is I, I guess it's like vices below that Fever around there. And you know how it ends. <laughs> yeah, we know how it ends. Um, Death of a Bachelor is definitely their best. I think my favorite is either Vices or Too Weird, just because I was listening to those a lot when I was first discovering the band. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're good. They're just, they're good. Yeah. Their their best set lists have come from those albums. Pray for the Wicked sucks. The it's end. not good. It's not good. End of story. It's not good. It's not good. End uh, of story. Yeah. My Chemical Romance one of the best bands of their time in my opinion just like e- yes. even to the extent that they're, they're they're probably not one of my personal favorites i just think they were so like uh, j- just on a technical and on an album level just they they they, they really crushed it there my favorite is probably so danger days black parade Ooh. is it's between danger days and black parade for sure and then revenge is also very close behind conventional weapons is my favorite for for a compilation album, for something that isn't counted in like their quote unquote canon, it's incredible. It's some of the tracks on there are amazing. Uh, Danger Days, I was very, I was very much in the Danger Days community, so Danger Days has a lot for me. Revenge is incredible. Parade is incredible. Bullets is good. Bullets is great. It's very much their debut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. They, they, you know, they didn't quite come together right out the gate there's a lot of great stuff to have on there but they you know with 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 with, with where they went afterwards it, 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 it's yeah, yeah it's different the emotional vulnerability on bullets is very real and i respect mm-hmm. that very much sure there's also just so much gender in it yeah there's a lot of, there's a lot of gender there's oh, so there's, much there's, gender mcr definitely has the most gender i think out of out of out they of these do. acts that's that's the thing is that you know I, you know, me, me, age 17, graduating from high school, uh, loving Danger Days. My thing was, as soon as I graduated, I was going to cut off all my hair and dye it bright red. And I did. And I kept, when you first met me, I had bright red hair. That's true. Um, And I had that for about a year and a half. Mm -hmm. And my mom later down the line was like, wait, is this is this the reason you dyed your hair after seeing like a Danger Days video? I'm like, mother, of course it was. <laughs> yeah, MCR is great. Paramore, uh, my favorite record of Lovely. their albums is the self-titled After Laughter is Amazing. I, I I think they in some ways just kept getting better. <laughs> you know? yes, and they started out definitely. pretty good. All we know is falling. They started out really, really good. good. There was not enough recognition in their day for Cobra Starship. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that was that was the thing is that uh, I've said it I've said it before I'll say it again. Cobra Starship would be hotter if Gabe Supporter was a butch lesbian. Oh, I say sure. this as a butch lesbian. So true, so true. So and you think true. about you think about the like 
you think about your your Haley Kiyoko where she's kind of trying to be the the like dirtbag lesbian character. She just she just okay. she just doesn't doesn't totally have it. She <laughs> you know. No. Nah, no. Nah. My favorite Cobra Starship album is Hot Mess. Um Yeah. Yeah, I they're they're not my favorite, but I I, I definitely see the appeal of them. Same goes same goes for for IDK Howe. I think Dallin Weeks would be sexier as a butch. Yeah, IDK Howe only has one full album, so Rasputin. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they, but none of them are bad. Is the thing yeah. I feel like Cluster Hug is kind of forgettable, mm-hmm. but none of their tracks are bad. Yeah, uh, their EP is fantastic. Mix Sinister. I don't know if I'd say worth the wait, but God, is it good? Yeah, they 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 are very like thoroughly strong and they're having fun with it you know <laughs> that's what and it's they're all about. having fun with it that's what matters i, I, I think with a fun. lot of these i think with a lot of these later albums and even like where 21 pilots came out of the gate with it they just lost the like the sheer amount of 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 fun energy that like black parade and you know the fallout boy stuff of that era like like like, like they yeah. were they were they were getting silly and, and they were getting a little silly with it. And IDK Howe has that energy. Uh, Gym Class Heroes, uh, The Quilt is very good. Most of their albums are pretty good. Their later stuff, not so much. But um, again, pretty overlooked. They were very. They were not really in the pop punk bag. Uh, they were more kind of flowbots, like, like I said, Gorillaz, Gnarls Barkley, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Travi's back now, and his new stuff is pretty good too. Uh, and then, yeah, I guess I, I, I ranked all these albums. I didn't expect you to do the same, but, uh, my, uh, my, my, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, my five here. I mean, my number one was Pedals for Armor, then Paramore Self-Titled, then Foley Do, then The Black Parade, then After Laughter. That was my, actually, oh, wait, I, I like Danger Days more than Black Parade, whatever. I, I, Got things out of order here, but also Danger Days, sweet, uh, Revenge, Stomach Aches, Brand New Eyes, Under the Cork Tree. Those are like the the, yeah, the top yeah. tier for me. It's good shit. Like, Yeah, it's a lot of good shit. It's a lot of good shit. And it's a lot of shit that was sort of derided in its time for being like sellout stuff or whatever. I, you know, it, I, too I think- Too emotional, the shit girls listen to. Yeah, like, there, was, there was a lot of misogyny, a lot of homophobia that came out of oh, that. Easy. And, and there, there, there was some homophobia, I think, from the- when we talk about the 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 band slash community, there was you know there's some homophobia there's, going on there too. There's some homophobia going on there. I have friends who are very much in the community, mm-hmm. who have written RPF and like I've read the stuff they've written. It's good, but sure. at the same time, you have to very much separate. You have to you have to be you have to very much be able to separate the reality from the fiction, and there's just a lot going on. Yeah. There's a lot going on. Yeah, the overall my overall take on the on the on the whole movement is that obviously the effects of 9/11 were instrumental in just bringing emo oh, yes. mainstream. That that was like the first fashion thing that people were looking to at that moment, the first, you know, style thing. And I think that um yeah, a lot of really strong bands that ended up being overlooked because of just where the culture was at in terms of misogyny at that time in terms of like hatred of pop music um it, it, it was just it, it was an era of haters in a lot of ways and i think it was a bit of an era of haters yeah but i think uh a lot of great stuff a lot of great acts and you know they're they're still the 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 the, the train keeps moving and i think that's the does emo mean anything i don't know maybe not <laughs> i don't know i became listen i became a scene kid for fun yeah like 
it started ironic and then it stopped being ironic. Yeah, it's like fun. it's fun. It's, it's fun. a look. It, it's it's a fun look. It's you know, there's it's a fun community. It's a lot of good people in there, and uh, yeah, yeah. I'm just here. Yeah, and that finally is the conclusion. I think that'll do it. <laughs> of our conversation about emo. Nearly three hours, I think. But oh God. It, maybe yeah. more than two and a half. I don't know when we actually started. Well, we started in like the the, the four forty range. We so yeah, started around four forty five. So yeah, so we we came up yeah. on three hours there. But uh, it's been really lovely. Maybe this will be a two parter. Who knows? That'll. Ooh. On the one hand, that would clear my schedule. On the other hand, Kanye might drop again this week. <laughs> Kanye <laughs> is fucking me over so hard. But we're trying. We're trying. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming out. Is there anything you want to plug before we sign off? Not off the top of my head. Uh, I will give a shout out to the MCR News Discord who gave me some topics All right. to work with. Great. Yeah. So, and we'll shout get out your to them. and your uh, shit post will be featured in the posts. description. Thank you so yes. much for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week with another great episode, maybe part two of this episode, depending on how things shake out. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Have a good one, y'all. Bye bye. I disagree, Gary. I disagree, Gary.